This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 987, Mark's Tips on How to Raise Multilingual Children. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Are you raising your children to be multilingual? On today's episode, get italki teacher Mark's advice on how to incorporate different languages as your children are growing up. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D -E -E dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey there, Mark. How you doing? I'm very good, thank you. And yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We are excited to have you on the show today. You are a teacher over at italki, is that right? That's correct, yes. Okay, great. And um, you are based in Spain, right? Yeah, in the very south, in Andalusia. Oh, wow. Okay. And so what's the weather like there now? Actually, surprisingly, it's only got hot today. Um, we've had the worst weather. It's just been rainy. I was actually wondering what country I was in for a lot of time, to be honest. Really? Okay. So yeah. it's a bit unusual right now. Basically, yeah. But today it's really started to get hot. So yeah, summer's finally arrived. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how it is over where I am too. It's getting hotter. Um, but yeah, and you are from Wales. That's the one. Yes, I'm, that's so I live in a hot country, but now, yeah, I'm originally from a cold country. Well, maybe not cold, but at least wet. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. I was in Wales once. It was beautiful. I went horseback riding there, actually. Oh wow! And I presume it rained. I think it did. All my pictures. Yeah. I mean, this was like ten years ago, but. All my pictures are very cloudy, but it was beautiful still. Yeah, it's it's quite cool, you know, as in temperature-wise. But um, yeah, you know, as we say in Wales, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Um, and I wanted to know if you were getting any sleep because you, congratulations, uh, just had a, a second child. Is that right? Yes, yeah, second child. I know. You know, you'd think I'd learn from my mistakes, but no, I've gone for a second child. <laughs> Um, yeah, I miss sleep so much. It's such a beautiful yeah. thing. 
<laughs> yeah. And from the first one, do you know, like, when does that kind of start to get better? Do you get, or, or does it never get better? <laughs> no, it, it definitely does get easier. Um, for me, I thought after four months, it seemed to relax a little bit more. Four um, months. Yeah, it's it's very different to have a second child. You know, the first child, you kind of you're scared of every single noise. You know, mm. if they're if they're sleeping too much, you're like, why are they sleeping too much? If they don't sleep, why aren't they sleeping? So it's a bit of a worry. <laughs> this time, a right, right, bit more right. Relaxed. Okay, well that's good. That's good. Okay, and the baby's good. I'm sure she's adorable. Yeah, she's very cute. She's she takes after her mother, so uh, she's quite lucky that way. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Um, so that's interesting. So you, you said that you, you were telling me that you were going to stay in Spain. You're, that's where you're set. Yeah, you know, I've bought a house here. I absolutely love it. You know, well, now that the weather's just turned and it's nice and hot. <laughs> um, yeah. But now the culture here, it's, it's actually, for me, it's probably one of the best countries to bring up a family. Like, it's very family-orientated here. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. So is that something that you, like when you first moved to Spain, were you thinking about that at all or did it just kind of work out? <laughs> it kind of worked out, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I moved for, well, to be honest, for the weather and, you know, for the culture. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, yeah, it just everyone is so open and nice. And yeah, I've noticed, you know, since having, well, you know, now my second daughter. Yeah. Um, everyone likes to speak to you. They stop you in the streets, you know, ask you how you are. Well, Aww. mainly how your children are, but... Um, yeah, it's so sweet like that. That's so nice. So what languages will your daughters uh, learn? I guess they're going to be really multilingual. Well, yeah, I'm Welsh, so I speak mm-hmm. you know, a little bit Welsh. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I speak English. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope I speak English. Um, <laughs> you <Spain>. sound good. <laughs> <laughs> For now, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I live in Spain, so of course, she's going to have Spanish. Um, and my wife, her family, are from Hong Kong. Uh, oh. So she speaks Cantonese as well. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. These girls are so lucky. They're going to have a ton of different languages to use in their lives. Yeah, you know, it's so much. And then I think once you've learned or you, you know basis from one or two languages, um, you can kind of kick on and then, you know, learn more. You mm. kind of know the, the way languages work. And I think that's, you know, growing up bilingual is going to be amazing for her. Or them, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. So how many languages do you... So you you have Welsh, English, and so you speak Spanish then? Yeah, yeah. And then do you also speak uh, Cantonese, you said? Not really, no. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you know, with my um, you know, mother-in-law, I have to thank her for the food. <laughs> um, so cause the food's amazing. It's so good. Um, so yeah, I know you're please and thank you and all the kind of basics but yeah not so much yeah yeah okay interesting so um i know today that uh you are going to give some tips for our listeners about raising children who are multilingual is that right well they're kind of my tips you know i wouldn't you know i wouldn't say they were fully researched (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's more of a trial and error that i you know i personally or you know me and my wife have gone through yeah, well, I mean, what better way to to learn how to do something? Um, oh, and guys, I just want to direct you, uh, because this is not the first time that Mark has been on our show. He was also on for episode 528. So if you want to take a, les- a listen to that one, that one was about aviation tactics and learning English. So that's episode 528. So um, so let's get into it. What, what advice do you have? So what's the first uh, thing that you would tell someone who's going to raise a multilingual child? Well, I think the first thing is... Uh, only use your native language. 
when speaking to your child. Um, oh. Yeah, I just found, you know, if I'm going to speak Spanish, I'm not, you know, my Spanish is okay. It's quite good. It's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my accent is still very much, you know, British. Um, I'm not going to be able to change a lot of the pronunciations. And, you know, she's in a, I know I'm quite lucky that she's in a Spanish environment. So um, mm. when she leaves the house, she listens to Spanish and the way it should be spoken. Um, okay, it's a very Andaluth accent, Andaluth from Andalusia, mm-hmm. but um, it's a local dialect. And yeah, I quite like that, to be honest. You know, I like it to pick up the local accent. Oh, that's really, yeah, that's interesting. So my um, my mother, her parents, uh, their native language was German. And it's interesting because I guess, yeah, they spoke to her only in English, but they would speak to my grandmother and grandfather would speak to each other in German. And my mother tells a story that, you know, she never realized that they had an accent when they were speaking English because that's how, yeah. how, how she, she, cause they, they didn't speak German to her. Right. So they mostly spoke English, so not their native language. And when she went to, um, sleep boy camp when she was a teenager, she was away for like six weeks. And when she came back, she said, Oh my gosh, I never realized you had an accent. Oh, what? Okay. But yeah, of course, you know, kids, that's all they do is copy. Right. Everything, right. Everything you say, they just copy it. And, you know, that's not just the vocabulary and, you know, grammar. That's it's the actual pronunciation, right. intonation and everything. Right. So I never thought about it in that way. But I guess, yes, speaking your native language would be the best way to make sure that, you know, that they can pick up the local dialect, the the accent, you know, pronunciation and all of that. Um, So that's a really, really good, uh, unique tip. I like that. So, all right. So only, uh, so you're going to be speaking, well, you're not going to be speaking Welsh to them, are you? Or are you? Uh, Kind of. Well, yeah. Um, In Wales, we have, you know, the language of Welsh. Right. Um, only twenty percent of the country actually speak the language, but right. there's a lot of integ- um, integration between you know when people speak English, they're yeah. kind of like Welsh words have creeped in. Um, oh. So it's a Welsh word, but even if you speak, you know, you don't speak Welsh, you still use this word. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up, and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code BAEE50 to get 50% off. That's code BAEE50 at FACTORMEALS dot com slash BAEE50 to get 50% off.
to give an example, there's a word that I absolutely love, which all Welsh people love. It's called kutch. Kutch. Um, yeah, kutch. It means to, to hug. Oh. Um, but we use it in, a, you know, in all sorts of ways. We can also say you know, something's quite small and nice, so it's very kutch. Oh, yeah, it's like cozy like almost. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Okay, so kind of like a little bit of like the slang like mixed in with like English or that. So that's what you'll be speaking to her. Basically, yeah. You know, oh. even just when I say good night to her, you know, I say nostar, which is, you know, good night mm-hmm. in Welsh. And, um, and actually her grandparents, um, this is where it gets really confusing. Because my, my parents are Welsh, so we call mm-hmm. them, you know, mamgi and daki, mm-hmm. which is, you know, grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, because they're Cantonese, it's mm. popo and gungung. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> she already has this kind of separation between kind of what our grandparents. Very um, interesting. And also, you know, when she's here in Spain, you know, we, when we first try to explain to, you know, to um, her friends, it's like, oh, that's her, you know, that's her grandmother. And she's mm. like, well, what's a grandmother? So, well, it's mm. a mamgi. <laughs> or it's oh, a popo. that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, so different names for everybody. <laughs> exactly, and it gets um, quite confusing, yeah. Yeah, okay, awesome. So very interesting tip. So what's the second thing that you would tell our listeners if they're raising multilingual children? Well, this is actually where, you know, this kind of comes into play a little bit. It's, uh, I don't think, don't introduce too many languages too early on. Hmm. Um, Okay, my eldest daughter, she's now four, um, so she went to nursery um, because we wanted her to have that kind of integration. Um, Mm -hmm. And at first, she did really struggle with the two languages. And, Mm. you know, I felt if I pushed kind of Welsh or Cantonese as well, I think that would really confuse her because, you know, she took a long time to actually speak Mm. because, you know, she comes home to kind of an English-speaking environment she goes to nursery and it's a hundred percent Spanish environment. Mm-hmm. So you know she got confused and yeah, her speech was actually quite delayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm not okay. saying that's going to happen with every child, but mm-hmm. you know, from my child, that's what kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. So you think just like kind of taking you know smaller steps and then maybe introducing more, you know, later on and uh, yeah, because it's. Uh, Gosh, I mean, learning, it it can take a while. I mean, and I mean, children, of course, like, you know, they say that children can learn so much easily when they're young, but I guess like you just have to make sure that you find a good balance. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are sponges. They soak Mm -hmm. up everything. Um, (laughs) Right, right. Even the bad things you say. So you got to be careful. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Okay. So don't introduce too much too soon uh, or else it could you know be kind of like information overload yeah because actually my daughter's four now and i think now um now she can kind of count to 10 in four languages already Ooh. um yeah she's quite impressive i can't do that but no she can. i can't either that's amazing <laughs> okay so like yeah that that's really impressive and so yeah it's about finding that right balance and not making sure that you just say okay all the languages right away exactly yeah yeah okay when you know when they want some milk what language do they use? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, excellent. Okay, and so then you have another another uh, tip for how to, you know, raise these children. What is it? Well, the last one, I think, when you're teaching a language, you have to teach the culture that mm-hmm. comes with the language. Uh, language is not just words. Right. It is, it's a culture. Um, I actually have this quote from Nelson Mandela, one of the greatest okay. people of all time, but... Um, <laughs> 
He said, if you talk to a man in a language he understands, that goes to his head. Mm. If you talk to him in his language, that goes to his heart. I think it's true. You know, when you speak to someone in, in their native language, you, they can communicate better. They can express themselves better. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you've got to gain their interest. You know, if you just right. teach in English, you know, they might resent English. It's like, well, you know, I don't like English. It's difficult for me. But if you start to teach it with, you know, a bit of culture, mm-hmm. you know, how we, you know, how you do things, or you know, different TV programs that they might like in that language, then it's like, oh, I like it. You know, it's it's a fun thing to do. Mm, right. Yeah. And especially for kids, you you got to make it fun. I mean, even for adults too. I mean, I know that you know for our listeners and for students that I have as well. You know, you have to make it fun and interesting. And part of that is just really explaining the culture. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And there are some languages that you probably won't know how the language works until you realize, you know, how the culture works. Yeah. Um, to give an example, I went, I lived in South Korea for a year. Um, and when I asked them, you know, how do you say hello? They're like, well, it's annyeong hashonika or it's annyeong haseyo. Like, what? Why is there two? <laughs> this is so confusing. <laughs> Which one do I use? Right. But, you know, I, I was then told it's kind of like a hierarchy between people. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got like respect your elders and, um, and, you know, who's kind of higher up the ladder, the corporate ladder than you, and all these type of things. It's like, okay, so I had to learn the culture of Korea before I could actually say hello. Right, right, right. That's so, what a great point. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so just to review, um, you know, the tips are just use your, only use your native language when speaking to your child. Don't introduce too many languages too early on and integrate the culture. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add or any other advice you have for uh, parents of children who they are hoping to have be uh, multilingual? Well, yeah, basically just, you know, don't expect ev- anything to come overnight. Um, it's really difficult to learn a language. So don't expect your children on the first day of going to, you know, to English class or, you know, whatever language class, you know, and they come home and say, oh, they don't really speak anything. Um, you yeah. know, that comes later. You know, they're going, they're going to absorb the language before they can kind of reproduce it. So, right. yeah, just patience with it. You know, I did find, you know, my daughter did take a while to speak yeah. in either language, you know, not just English, uh, yeah. but Spanish as well. Um, and I was kind of, oh, you know, what's wrong? Why can't she speak? And But, yeah, it's difficult. You know, she's learning double the amount of language that, you know, uh, a monolingual child would learn. Right, right. Okay, well, this has been really, really valuable information. I'm sure that our listeners can get a lot out of it. Mark, can you read your um, URL out for our listeners? Yeah, so it's www.italki.com forward slash user, that's U-S-E-R, forward slash 29366685. Okay, great. Okay, uh, you want to read it one more time for us? Yes, of course, that's www.italki.com forward slash user forward slash 29366685. Or you could actually look for my full name, which is David Mark Evans. Yeah, because I use my second name. So that's even more complicated. (laughs) Okay, awesome. Um, so this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. And um, yeah, I can't wait to hear how everything goes and definitely keep in touch. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Mark. Have a great day and good luck with your little girls. Thank you. Hopefully I get some sleep someday. <laughs> I hope so too. Have a good night. 
Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.